Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life. It's Christine Jewell, and today I am joined by my lover, my husband, Mark. Every once in a while, I like to bring him in on the conversation. He always has so much to offer, plus his voice is just fun to listen to. Um, But here we are, and we are actually recording this from a treehouse. We are in Mexico right now. We're in Tulum. We're staying at a beautiful resort called Nobande. N-O-M-A-D-E. I think I'm saying that right. And there's literally these tree houses up in the trees. And it's so cool. And we're perfectly cocooned in this room amongst all of this lush greenery. So much life here. So much abundance. So much of a reflection of just the prosperous nature of creation. (laughs) Honestly. Being by the ocean and everything. And this is a conversation that... Mark and I have been having more and more recently in our life and our marriage as we just really continue to lean into like more of what God has in store for us and becoming more um, servants and channels to really like share that beauty and share that, you know, that life, that beautiful, prosperous life with others. And we actually had some, I don't want to say struggles, but maybe like we were kind of like, wow, do we really deserve all this beauty? And we've had this conversation lately. And how do we lean into the place of receptiveness, not only to receive um, the goodness that God has for us in our relationship, in our fam- families, you know, in our hearts, financial prosperity, but really to be at ease with it, mm-hmm. to enjoy it, and, um, you know, then to be able to pour it back into the world. I talk a lot about being a multiplier. Well, we can't multiply what we don't acknowledge. So. Thanks for being here and being in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Thank you for letting me join in. I love it. I love it. So um, let's just start a little bit. We're going to riff a little. This is a totally organic conversation. We don't have like an outline or five points that we're <laughs> going to teach you or anything. But I just want to share some things that have been really coming through um, for me. And then I want to ask you kind of like your input on it but um I know that for myself one of the things that you know I've done a lot of work around and we've done a lot of work in our relationship as well but really like being okay with enjoying what we have and instead of always be stretching (laughs) Mm -hmm. for the next thing or feeling guilty about what we have and somehow having to prove that we earned it or prove that we're worthy of it or prove right like there's like this weird space sometimes that we enter into when we're like on a either it could be like on a vacation with our family or we receive like a beautiful experience 
and I know I've experienced this, I've worked with clients who've experienced this, where like they're going and they are in this most beautiful setting and we just can't fully relax. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't fully relax into it because our mind is elsewhere, our body's elsewhere. And um, it has really been a journey of training, training myself to be here and enjoy what God has given us, the experiences, and know that if we're not able to fully enjoy it, then we can't bring other people into it, mm-hmm. right? But there's been so much resistance around that in the past. So yeah. um, I'm excited about being able to relax more and more <laughs> into what you know we've been entrusted with and really see it as, as a gift that the more we relax into it, the more we can bring other people into this space. Yeah. But I'm curious what, you know, what lands for you around this piece. <sighs> Man, you know, it's also been a journey for me um, I know, you know, obviously for both of us, my, I think for me, it, it goes back to, you know, the, the program that I inherited growing up, right. Where everything was hard, mm-hmm. right. Everything like in order to have something amazing, you have to first do something hard <laughs> to deserve it. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to first do something challenging or difficult in order to feel like whatever it is that you've been given or whatever that you earned, air quotes, yeah, <laughs> right, um, was okay, mm-hmm. you know? And so much of my journey lately, you know, prior to coming down here to Mexico a few days ago, um, I, I was, I'd been feeling like really, really heavy. Mm. Um, yeah. Feeling really heavy in like even like the gorgeous new house that we have which is more than anything that I would have ever dreamed of having you know when I was younger yeah when I was a kid growing up in a log house in Minnesota (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know really bartering for food (laughs) yeah bartering for food hunting our food right I mean all those things like that was the upbringing and so you know, the, the, the program has always got to be like, you've got to give like a massive amount in order to receive even like a little bit. And mm. lately we've been flipping that model on its head. Yeah. The equation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so I think one of my big, my big learnings lately is that there is, there's so much abundance and there's so much beauty. There's so much good out here in the world. And God is so good that he really just wants us to enjoy it he really wants us to relax into it really wants us to like desires for us like craves for us to be at ease delighted and and yeah you know and uh had an experience the other night where uh we were working with the with the ayahuasca and there was so much music so much beauty so much joy so much love that i was literally like swimming in it and I, it was almost like I ran out of places to put it because there was so much and it was so, so easy <laughs> to get there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I mean, it was, it was such a lesson. And my, one of my intentions in coming down here to do this work was um, to really be, uh, to get into the feeling of experiencing abundance, to, to program that in, to imprint that, that feeling into my body, into my spirit, into everything, so that um, it becomes like the norm, 
you know, to just be, to be in that feeling, to be in that space. Whew. And, <laughs> you know, and I, I realize I've been resisting uh, feeling this good. Yeah, like somehow we feel good feeling bad sometimes. We can be addicted to feeling bad. It's an addiction to feeling like guilty or, you know, ashamed or, you know, whatever. You know, it's like even when somebody just does something, you know, simple, like they hold the door for you or give you a gift, right? And you're like, oh, you shouldn't have. Yeah. You know, oh, you didn't didn't (laughs) have to do that. And you're right. They don't have to do that. (laughs) They don't. Uh, But they did. And that's okay. Just receive it. Yeah, and I think, like, it sounds kind of hairy-fairy sometimes when we're like, oh, just receive, just love. But it is really, like, when I'm able to acknowledge, you know, and really be in the moment. And I love the word saturate right now. Like, saturate all of my senses and say, God, I see this. I see this beauty. I see this person's heart that's sitting in front of me. I see Mm -hmm. their soul. I see you know, the food on the table. And I'm so grateful for like, really, we live in such an abundant place, like the Western world, if you're in the Western world, like, we're so rich, no matter how much you have, you're rich, like, and we are rich, no matter where we're living, we have access to this. But, you know, to be able to see that, and, and like, the more you receive, what I mean by saying when we receive, like, I was running this women's retreat last week and they kept asking me like, how do I receive? How do I receive? And I was like, really, it's actually very simple. You say thank you. You literally say thank you without having to explain why you're grateful or, you know, to give back right away. Again, going back to that gift analogy, it's like, oh, thank you. And then like you kind of brush the thank you aside and then you're like rushing to give them back a compliment or you're, you know, going into like, oh, what did I do enough to deserve it? But you really like deeply appreciate and say thank you so much for all of the thought, you know, all of the energy, all of the, like for bringing all of this to me. And again, this is like something so simple when we're sitting down and saying grace over our meal or like your husband or your wife does something for you. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I'm thinking even like when new clients join and a new, you know, a person says yes to work with me. And in the past, the programmer was like, oh, this is a sale. So you got to get into like what you're going to deliver. And like, instead of like, wow, God, thank you so much for entrusting me with this person and trusting me with this journey, thanking them for trusting me with the journey. And what's interesting is when we start really moving into the thank you and we really are thankful, full of thanks the receiving, the receivership, it's a spirit of receivership that opens up. And like that naturally you become so full of gratitude and you're like full that you like, it's just a natural law of like how things work in order. It's like you naturally then want to give from that full place. And it's not necessarily tit for tat or this for that. It's not like that one person, but the giving, then you move into another area and it doesn't matter. You could be walking down the road or you're like, you know, you're inspired to give something back. And it's really like this beautiful circle of like harmonious as I receive, as I truly say, thank you then naturally I'm inspired or ignited or my heart's awakened to give back to someone else. And we move out of this whole space of like, oh, do I deserve it? Am I worthy? Like that, that alone is such garbage. It's like, no, you don't deserve it. It's a gift, A, right? I gave it to you because I love you and I want you to enjoy it. Like we, we talk about this a lot. I did a po- previous podcast on this, you know, a couple part series on giving and receiving. You can go back to link that in the show notes. 
but it's like we don't deserve it and we do deserve it like it's the s and and so like if we can just put that whole garbage aside and that whole language i think um and just say thank you mm-hmm. then yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it becomes a practice yeah right it becomes a practice where you know so often we are like we're, we're, we're receiving something, whether it's a, a payment, you know, from your clients or your employer, uh, we're receiving, uh, maybe a compliment or, mm-hmm. or you're, you're getting whatever in, in, in your mind, like you're, you're already working five minutes in the future or a day in the future. Mm-hmm. And so you don't really pause to, to just really soak in, take it all in, to soak in that, uh, that moment and and that becomes the practice right there. Can you pause like when um, uh, our maestro Josué uh, gave me and his wife gave me a, a gift the other night, a necklace, and you know it was in that moment that I was just I was so I wasn't trying to move forward. I wasn't thinking, oh, I got to go do this next thing. Like in that moment, I just stopped with this thing and with them. And I gave them a hug, and I was just so deeply appreciative of this thing. Like, they didn't have to give this to me. It wasn't... And I watched him when he was actually selecting it for you. You did? Yeah. Yeah. And so what was cool is I saw him sort of scan and, like, select what he was going to give you and pick it up and Uh hold it. And it was really cool. Yeah. So it's, like, just as thoughtful as you are in the receiving. There's so much thought yeah. that goes into the selecting of the gift and, yeah. the, and, the, and the giving it to you. And I, I really embodied in that moment. Like, I just, I just want to pause and really be here now in this space and receive this thing. And, and, and I love it. I do love it, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> You're like a little kid. I love it. Thank I, you. I am, you know. Yeah. And, like, so, like... I, I see it with my kids, you know, like when, when they get something that they're really appreciative of, like just really in that space, like this is so cool, this is so nice, you know, whatever. And like when we become adults, it's like we, we kind of lose that for some reason. Like we move on beyond. Well, I, yeah, I think what you said is so cool. Like it's, I want to, you know, you said like, oh, I received the gift and automatically you're like, oh, what do I have to do with this? Or how do I use it? Yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? So it just reminds me of, you know, I love that because that moving forward it's that not taking that pause right away makes us think like i need to figure out how to use this you know again like you're opening Mm -hmm. a gift and right away you need to figure out the remote control and read all the instructions instead of just holding it and like being excited about it and you know it makes me think of like god has given us all gifts you know each one of us is designed so uniquely and we have gifts like literally inside of us, you know, and, and a lot of times we don't even acknowledge our gift or we think like, Oh, this can't be it. It must be something bigger. Mm -hmm. It must be something with a greater purpose. And Mark and I talked about this, like, you know, my gift is my energy and like the life force I bring and your gift is your presence. That's so like grounding and Mm -hmm. that father energy that like when people are just around you automatically it's healing. And when people around me, they automatically their energy shifts and they feel more alive and with you like they feel safe and it's so funny because we think we always need to add on like it's like oh i know this is the gift but like i need extra i need to Mm -hmm. add on to it and that's actually when we start kind of messing it up instead of going back to the purity of it so it makes me think of like the god-given gifts inside of us like do you know what they are have you unlocked them and like just you unlock them again by recognizing them by receiving and how you are able to bring more of them into the world is just simply by being in the gift more and like just letting yourself 
express it, right? Expressing the joy. And uh, it's so cool because even what you said yesterday, I was laying on the end of the dock. There was this beautiful like dock with a swing Mm -hmm. over this lagoon. I mean, if there's like heaven on earth, this is definitely a slice of it. I'm going to put the picture actually of that moment as the, the headline for this podcast. But I was laying on this swing over the lagoon and Mark took this photo of me. And in that moment, you took that picture. I remember I was laying over the swing with my arms open like my heart wide open and I was saying like, God, I'm ready to receive like, what is the next step? What is the next program you want me to deliver to the people, whatever. And what I found was I was catching myself like trying to analyze what I was getting, right? I was like, okay, what is it? Is it this? Is it that? Is it like, and what was funny is like, I got this vision visual of like being blindfolded and like I was getting, I was receiving this gift in the moment, just laying there with my heart open in the sun. The gift was already being given. And I just needed to say thank you for a minute without trying to figure out what it was, without unwrapping it, like, right, without analyzing it or trying to make sense of it. But just literally, like, without knowing or having the clarity of, like, yep, this is exactly what it is, and this is how you're going to use that, and this is the framework. It was literally like it was being absorbed in my body. And then the trusting was that as I move forward, as we go home, as whatever, you know, the wrapping is going to come off this thing. Like I already have the gift, the wrapping and the clarity of how to use it and what it looks like, right? What this program gets to look like, who's going to come in. It's going to come out layer by layer, but the gift was already there. And so I just, I wanted to bring that up. Yeah. And I think, you know, when we, when we do receive something, maybe it's a, a new idea, um, a business idea, something that you want to do for someone, with someone, something that you're doing for work, often, <clears throat> in fact, I would say most often, probably 99% of the time, we, we have this thing and then we think, okay, what do I have to do in order for this to work? Yeah. <laughs> now, there, there's some value in being strategic sure. and putting structure and making a plan and a to-do list and all that stuff. I'm not saying that that's not necessary. Like, we still get to take, you know, um, action, action on whatever ideas have come our way or whatever we're, whatever projects we're working on. And <laughs> what if we just pause and say, okay, what do you want me to do with this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tune in. You know, like, what is, what gets to happen uh, what, what, what gets to happen next? You know, show me, you know, the, the, the way. And, you know, that's really something that's sh- going to shift for me after this, this journey down here is to really move into true co-creation of, uh, we've always been co-creating, right? Maybe we just were blind to it. But to really move into true co-creation, trusting that the people that we need for, the projects or the outcomes uh, will will show up. You yeah. know, trusting. Uh, let's you know, take for example, if you're looking for um, maybe an employee for your business for your yeah. team. There's a certain amount of yeah. You maybe you put the posting out there or you tell people yeah. about it. Like that gets to happen, right? And right, just say like I'm I'm open to receiving the perfect person to step into this role. Yeah. Right Let them now. come to you too. Right? And and just put it out there <coughs> to God, put it out there to the universe and just let it flow. And, and and then just be open and just be open to talking to people and having the conversation and whatever posting about it or whatever it gets to look like. And that's that's a way, you know, a very simple way that you can 
um, co-create, you say something really great all the time. I'm just, I'm ready for, I'm ready to receive the, the perfect person for this program or yep. I'm ready to receive my next client. Mm-hmm. And you know, lo and behold, whenever that happens, I do every single time. Right. It does, but Somebody it's not showed. just saying it. Right. Cause yeah. I do say that a lot and I, yeah. but I, the, th- the key there is really like, okay, I'm ready to receive a gift. I'm ready to receive the adventure. I'm ready to receive whatever, but it's not just my head saying it. Like what, what, what that is, is a decision that, okay, I'm open now. I would love it to look like this, but like, I'm also open to it coming in whatever way. And, and the other piece is really checking my heart to go, do I have any resistance? around this so for example some there's been times where i'm like oh i'm ready to receive my clients but if i really checked my body there was a little tension that was like squeezing that was like oh shoot that's going to require me to do way more work or it's going to take my energy away and so what i didn't realize is i was actually asking for one thing and saying but i was sending a mixed message that was like i'm ready but kind of not really because i'm afraid that if i get this gift then i won't i'll lose something else right so i just wanted to say you know as as we're talking about really enjoying you know again i'm gonna use something practical like we're here i ran a retreat for an amazing group of women last week we had a beautiful chef like we were on the beach we did two and a half days of playing and deep work and there was so many healing and so many tears and so much connection i'm going to do another episode on that and then right from there i came here to be with you and now we have a few days together and we got to do some work together on on you know the next level of growth for us now we have a couple days to play and then we're going into another event but we're here and it's like whoa there's like so much relaxation and there's so much beauty and there's so much receiving and like there can also be like some resistance around like well don't relax too much you got some work to do you gotta Mm -hmm. you know and it's it's funny that the deeper we relax and the more we just kind of go with it, then the inspiration, instead of like, oh gosh, I got to get some work done or, oh, I have to, hold on, I have to do this and then I can go play. It's funny that there's an organic way to begin to like co-create that's like, we're relaxing, we were just laying by the ocean and then we're like, hey, want to go back to the room and record this podcast? It's like, yeah. And it was interesting, it started raining and thundering a bit at the time, so it was like perfect timing, we come back in, we're recording this podcast and then we move into the next piece of the dance and it's, it's more of that organic dance. And I'm not saying, like, don't time block or things like that. But yeah. there's a way to actually move into this space where you can be in the work. And you can be in the play. And you can be in the the receiving. And you can also be in the giving without trying to make it so rigid right. that you're actually, like, more in the forcing mode, right? Yeah. And, what if and the, the relaxation is the work? Exactly. Like, we talked about this, right? I was and just posting this on my... Instagram and Facebook story, you know, like posting the pictures of where we are, where we've been. And and I just wrote, I said, I know this doesn't look like work, but it is, but I'm working. There's so much (laughs) happening. I know that I'm working because it's working. Yeah. And there are new opportunities flowing in and, you know, and people reaching out and, uh, you know, things that are happening because we do already have systems put in place, you know, for, yeah people to flow in um, people are booking appointments and I mean it's it's like it is working yeah you know and as you go in as you go in and you are sharing the life the journey not from a place of oh look look at me um, because mm-hmm. I need to sell you something or oh look at this so that right like we're not trying to control anything we're literally sharing from a genuine place like people naturally want to gravitate towards that they want mm-hmm. to learn, learn more they're curious it's like 
and I always say this, like, judge me or join me. There's going to be some people that are like, oh, must be nice. Aren't you getting any work done? Like, your life is always a, you know, your life is like a permanent vacation. And it's like, yes, and, like, I'm always working, too. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm, the play is the work. And so there's those, there's that camp, which is, again, where that level of consciousness is. And those people are at very much rooted in lack. That's like, well, I can't afford that. I can't afford time off because if I'm relaxing, then I'm losing right? I'm losing money. I'm losing work time. I'm losing efficiency or whatever. That's a different level of consciousness versus the consciousness of possibility and curiosity that says, whoa, if that's possible for you, then that's possible to me. So what does it look like when I also get to relax more and get more done, mm-hmm. right? Get Allow more to happen through me. And so I would just invite those of you who are listening, like, where do you find yourself maybe getting a little envious or jealous or looking at things and going like, oh, must be nice, mm-hmm. right? I can't because, well, I would invite you to consider, like, is there a spirit of yeah. lack there? And um, what if you move again into that place of, whoa, well, if, mm-hmm. you know, if that's inspiring, what, is, what about that is also inspiring for you? And is it possible that you could move into not necessarily replicating their life for that thing, but... You know, what is it about that essence that you're attracted yeah. to? Um, you know, there's, yeah. there's something to be said about that, you know, in the, in, in, in my work back, back home, we're always uh, teaching the story framework, which mm-hmm. is, um, ba- basically the, you know, the cognitive behavioral model. And we, you know, we encourage people to look at what, what are your triggers, both positive and maybe not so positive. You know, the things that make you angry or the things that make you sad or disappointed or feeling behind as well as the things that make you feel abundant and, and happy and cared for and loved and all that. And, you know, you can kind of split those into those two categories, obviously, but the how, how we look at that and how we evaluate it is the same. If there's something that's good, great, then what is the, what is the action that I get to take to allow more of that yeah. in my life? So if if, if the money is flowing, <laughs> you know, what are those, what are those actions that, that I get to experience that allow even, even more of that? And then you might notice at some point, like that will plateau. Or if the love is right? flowing, right? Yeah, what are the actions and, that support that? Exactly. And, and then if that ever plateaus and kind of feels like maybe it gets a little bit stuck, then that's what I know. Like, oh, it's time for maybe a little bit of an upgrade. Now I, now I get to relax. I need to relax. Mm-hmm. I get to go in. Right, or I get to, yeah, and and start to listen. Okay, so what's what's coming up for me that maybe now has stopped the flow, and or maybe maybe it hasn't stopped, and it's just like heck, like how much better could it be? What if it could? What if it could be even more? And just asking that question, yeah, and then let the answers come through, yeah. And now I'm, you'll get the direction on where to go next, mm-hmm. right? And then on you know maybe on the not so positive side of the of your little T graph when you're looking at your triggers is. Okay, so this person is doing something and it's upsetting me. Yeah. Okay, what I teach people is that the story, your story, is your story. It's your reality. It's, it's the lens it, that you're seeing the world through. And, and their story is their story. And I will, I'll tell when I'm working with an audience, maybe there's 30, 40, 50, 100 people in the room. And, and I say, so, you know, we all just met. There are 30 new stories about me. Yeah, right? that is so true. And not a single one of those stories has anything to do with me exactly right there are 30 stories and every single story in the room is your story right 
And so if there's something about, you know, me or just anything in general that triggers you, the question becomes, okay, so what is this bringing up for me? Right. Mm -hmm. And if you're constantly in just like the, the grind, you almost don't have the capacity or the, even like the time to just let the true answers come through. And so when we, when we don't have the ability to stop and relax, what we do is we, we make it about them and how they need to change and how they need to shift (laughs) and what they need to do differently. And we're all human so you will always be disappointed at some point right you, if you if you're if you're reliant upon you if know, you're expecting the external yeah. environment to settle so that you can be whatever you need to be safe relaxed exactly. happy so the question's <laughs> got to become okay so what does this bring up for me how can i heal whatever anger is coming up or whatever sadness yeah. is coming up or whatever you know maybe less positive emotion how do how do i heal this in me Right. So that I don't keep creating from this. So life. that I, and then when you, and then once you um, allow that healing to come through, you're going to find magic, almost seemingly magically, right? That that trigger stops showing up in that person. Yeah, because you, you're shifting also mm-hmm. the level of consciousness that you're showing up in. So, mm-hmm. you know, I love, I love that. Yeah. And, and something that I learned in this last few days is not only am I healing that in myself so that I will actually stop seeing it more, I'm actually I'm actually healing for that person too. Yeah. And that's how we be in it's co-creation true. together. It's yeah. true. It rem- you know, this morning as we were on the beach, um, I was working with a client through some virtual messaging and stuff like that. And, you know, I work with a lot of people who are gone through divorces or going through divorces or struggling in their relationships and it's you know relationships like just our intimate ones especially are the ones with a kid I mean and they're just like sometimes like a knife you know they know how to get us right in that thing that one word that one look that one comment and it's again that story that we perceive and it's like ooh, right away we're ready to fight and you know as I was working with this this person this morning and it's it was so interesting you know when you're not entangled in the story when you're not entrenched in it and you can see it from the outside you can literally it's so clear right that you know that bitterness or the hatred or the fear that's inside what I'll often hear is like he's being this she's doing that they're making me angry I'm you know they know how to poke my buttons and if they want to fight they're going to get a fight and it's like what's interesting is like no honey you just love to fight (laughs) so you're actually looking for a fight so you're looking at your partner you're looking at this situation taking everything personally as an attack right and it's it's so interesting because as I've done a lot of work through moving and healing the warrior within the wounded parts of my warrior that loved to fight and always looked again challenges are great but like we can also get addicted to always having to have a fight and uh, it's so easy if that's our default system and so as 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 this person was coming and saying you know she just wants to pick a fight she wants I'll watch I'll get a fight and I was just watching his energy and his spirit get totally pulled into this story this narrative that isn't actually you know, even existing unless he wants to create it. Mm-hmm. And so the bitterness, the hatred, and, and one thing I sent, which I think, you know, it's like, hey, you know, fear always feels threatened or attacks, right? Fear, fear sees everything as a threat. So when we're looking at things in our environment, we're like, well, they said this or they said that. You know, the question is really like, 
what are you, what's coming up for you? Like, what are you worried about? Right. And I encourage you to, if, if you're, if you're feeling attacked or something from your partner is coming as an attack to say like, what's worrying you right now? What's, cause what's interesting is you're actually worried. <laughs> you're afraid. And as you honor that and you soften and you start to get curious about the fear in the room instead yeah. of the attack, fear can come out of hiding. Mm-hmm. And now the the transformation is done through c- compassion that's saying I want to I'm curious to understand what's scary for you right now when then allows us to say what's scary and it's amazing that we can heal it right um and we've talked a, a lot about this yeah. but the blaming always comes from that that victim identity too so anyways it's interesting as we begin to like open ourselves up to be curious it's like okay this is my story who who is the creator of this story (laughs) is it the fear inside is it the bitterness inside is it the and it all comes from past programming but man that that uh, whatever fuel feeds your story be conscious of that because um, there's a lot of life-sucking stories that are fueled by bitterness and fear and um and, and be conscious of where those things are coming up yeah. If there are some, if there's some bitterness or fear or anger or feet, you know, whatever, be conscious of that. So there's something that I'm, I'm now calling after this weekend, the law of focus. Yeah, I like right? it. The, law of focus. The law of focus. Let's hear right? about so, it. So, okay. So, so if something is a law, right? Like take like the law of gravity. Government. I'm not talking about like, <laughs> I'm not talking about man-made laws. Right. Okay. Those can be changed. Universal laws. But universal yeah. laws laws that God has created, like the law of gravity. Like you don't have to worry about gravity showing up. As far as I know, that if I walk off the edge of this treehouse, like I'm going down. Right? <laughs> I do not have yeah. wings I, in this physical vessel. We figured out a lot in this untamed life, but I don't think that we figured out how to defy gravity, right? Other than, you know, jumping in an airplane, mm-hmm. which eventually is going to come down too, right? So but that's what a law is. A law is irrefutable. A law is something that always shows up and it's dependable and so um the uh, the thing that was coming through for me this weekend was the law of focus and so whenever i uh, give my focus to something or put my attention on something i will always 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 get more of it yes right so if i'm focused if i'm focused on lack if i'm focused on the you know the things that are not going well then I will find ways to allow more of that in my life. Mm. That's how it works. If I put my focus on things that I enjoy, things that are good, uh, then guess what? Yeah. I will get more of those things. It's like That's, ingredients. Like you're it, pouring ingredients exactly. into a recipe and whatever you're baking. It's we, such ingredients. We had a guy at an, an event months ago uh, who was just really really triggered, really agitated with his mornings, right? Because mm-hmm. he, I mean, young father, like three kids, five and under. Right. Right. That's tough, and yeah. that's just a, that's a season of life that many of mm-hmm. us have gone through. You know, mm-hmm. if you've had kids, you know that there's just, there's a lot to do. Right? Energetically demanding. It physically. is, you know, it requires a lot of your focus and then you're put a lot of focus on a lot of different things and yeah. focus becomes fragmented. So then you become fragmented and so on and so <laughs> forth. He was no exception. He was really triggered. He hated his mornings having to get the kids up, get them out of the door, drop them off at daycare, you know, and by the time he can start anything at work, it's 8.30, and he's already tired. And he's already resentful. (laughs) (laughs) And so in the coaching, all I asked him to do was 
a simple activity. Said, so you're not gonna change anything about your morning routine because you gotta get the kids to daycare, you gotta get them to school, you gotta feed them, <laughs> you know, you gotta do all mm-hmm. the things. Like that's part of the job. That's what you sign up for when you become a parent. And before you, when you, when you're done dropping off the last kid, before you leave, sit in the parking lot, open the notes on your phone, or take a journal with you. I want you to write down three things about your kids. Uh, about something that happened, anything. And you, if somebody giggled or somebody farted or something, like just something, <laughs> right? Just it's anything, right? Anything that you can, um, you know, acknowledge that was, you know, funny or good or something positive that you can focus on. And he wrote me um, a text message after two weeks and he's like, this has completely changed my morning. I absolutely love taking these kids to school. Right. And what changed really? And all he did recognition. Was, all he did was shift his focus yeah. on some gratitude. Focus it on, you know, having grace in the moment when things aren't going perfect. And, you know, it completely shifted for him. So I was super proud of him for doing the work and it's such a great example of what happens when we just simply literally it's just so open That's the I notes on your phone and create a little gratitude journal and you can just focus on that one little thing or two little things that happened that can be positive and it just shifts your whole day it really does i love it because it's so simple you mm-hmm. guys it's so simple these things are so subtle they're so simple and yet they completely change the tide and open floodgates up for mm-hmm. us free us and um i think this is why like the mind loves complexity i say that all the time but like the mind loves to complicate things sometimes and we're in a world where people love to connect through misery. Complaining seems to be a, a, a main way that people connect. So it's like they get together and start complaining <laughs> about their day or their kids or their husband or their wife. And it's like, pay attention because these subtle things, um, wow, they just make such a difference. And yeah. it just reminds me too, like, that's one of the first things I did when we went to the retreat last weekend. I noticed, right, when the women came in and everybody was just sort of checking into the house and stuff that people were coming out of airports they were coming from these environment with their kids some of them maybe were rushing whatever and it was interesting as I sort of sat back I welcomed them but sat back to observe what their energy was like coming into the house and how they were starting to connect each other there was a mixed bag right some of them were like oh I'm so happy but it was amazing how many would right away going into like complaining about something that happened along the way Oh, you won't believe this happened. And then it's like bait, right? Someone else, because we connect through story, then someone else wants to connect to that story and, and now piles in. And then it start. and I started to listen a little bit about, you know, maybe complaining about a husband and then, oh, yes, this happened mm-hmm. to me. And so one of the first things I did with them that night at our welcome, you know, I call it like a little initiate welcome, you know, session we sit around is really setting the tone for the event that's like so now we're going to shift the state we're going to shift the atmosphere in this house and we're going to be really intentional about when we connect with each other it's going to be to share a story of goodness to share a story of like what we're appreciating or to be curious and asking each other questions that open us up and we are like i made a zero a law (laughs) basically that this is like there's a zero tolerance for complaining in this house so we don't connect through complaints Mm -hmm. we connect through building each other up we connect through curiosity we connect through sharing stories that are life-giving and you know paying attention to the temptation to maybe complain because it was a week of feminine embodiment right and we worked a lot on relationships and the temptation is there to be like well he does this or Mm -hmm. he doesn't do this for me and all 
And instead getting curious about what was coming up for us and like, again, shifting the focus to within, to what he is doing right. And it's amazing. Like once we set that as the norm, the whole state changed for the house and the connection was so much more powerful with the women. It wasn't heavy. It wasn't contracting because we've all had those conversations too, where you go and you're like, I'm going out for dinner or with friends or at a business thing. And you leave and you're kind of feeling heavy and you're like, what the heck just happened? (laughs) And I'm curious how much of the time, how are we connecting? Right. And so again, it's very intentional. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the things that we worked on as we kind of start to wrap here is we're here now creating more harmony. We're like asking ourselves, what does it look like Mm -hmm. to, we talk a lot about co-creation and like working together. We love to work together. We're kind of creating an event together in a couple weeks here for some men, but really like we moved into our house where blended the kids and learning how to work together in our physical (laughs) or your office and my office. And we've talked a lot about creating harmony, more harmony, more music in our relationship, how we work together and what we're creating with the kids. You guys know about Project Gravitas. Where do you see your focus going as we head home? Mm -hmm. Um, And like being in this, and even now we're already doing it, but like in this creation of this harmonious environment like Mm. i'm so curious now i'm asking him a question for our relationship so we're role modeling (laughs) Uh yeah oh my god okay yeah (laughs) i thought so no you didn't stop the recording we're good (laughs) (laughs) uh you know it's like don't panic (laughs) (laughs) that's that's part of the answer yeah you know is is don't panic Mm. you know like breathe more Mm. Um, like really being intentional about how to start the day. Yeah. Easing, you know, doing the, doing my best to to ease into the day, staying as grounded, you know, as as possible. It, it's it's not like there are not going to be challenging things that are going to come up, or or life will get busy, and there's going to be some running that gets to get done, yeah. or whatever, right? But it's like, how do you how do you want to experience it? And so. Uh, for me, tactically speaking, I mean, breath yeah, work, real life is, stuff. breath work is going to be a big, a big part of it for me. More prayer, uh, really being able to, to hold those structure for, um, you know, for, for our house, you know? Ooh, yes, please. I love that. <laughs> I received that. Uh, there. Uh, so, what does that mean? So, so w- <laughs> one of the, like, before we even came down here this week, right? And we're like, well, what if we just focus on continuously raising the vibe, right? Inside continuously the raising the vibe uh, in our house and, and, and trusting God with that vibe to, um, you know, to, to guide and direct, you know, the kids and the, and the things and bring the people our way. Uh, so, yeah. So really, I mean, creating, um, that structure so we get so we get to up level you know some of the you know the cleaning practices you know and like teach the kids more about that and so there's some teaching and some checklists that are going to go into place about how to keep your your room um there's going to be some conversations that that get to get had um about what gets to get brought in the house and what doesn't get to get brought in the house and uh, so that's going to be a big piece of creating uh, even greater structure 
not like rigid structure, right? I mean, some it's a support system. Yeah, a support system so that everybody can have more than enough, and everybody can get everything that they need, and feel supported, and feel loved. And uh, that's that's something I'm really I'm actually really looking forward to implementing that uh, because that allows us to move past maybe some things that weren't going as well before, and allows us to up level and. You know, like I'm going to fix the sound system so that we can have beautiful music pumping music through the and house, sounds and things like high mo- vibe music moving through the house all the time and just raising the vibration of the house. Yeah. With, um, with sound. Yeah. You know, um, over the weekend, like I healed my voice. Yeah. You we know? were singing we together. Were, we were singing, and I've always had this story that um, I, I don't have a good voice. I don't sing well. <laughs> Like, I've never enjoyed it, even in, like, music classes when I was in elementary school as a kid. You know, it was just, like, I, I never enjoyed singing. I've never done it. And over the weekend, like, I also almost think like a that, miracle, like, like, that just shifted for me. And, like, I haven't stopped. <laughs> but I also believe yeah. that part of that yeah. is not just you working on your voice, but it's you actually being, allowing yourself to enjoy mm-hmm. being where you are. Because, yeah. like, right, the contraction of, like, opening up or not opening up is mm-hmm. like also like whoo can i just totally like go and open that right up yeah. to be fully expressed instead and, of forcing forward. and to be fully transparent i mean i had been battling you know not 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 being okay or not feeling you know and like i deserve you know the space or the business or the customer I and mean, there's been like a lot of that like self-doubt and negative self-talk mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know battling some demons that way and so you know like this that's why this is the work so you create this space and come down yeah. here and you don't have to come down here to do this but i mean you know for home. me this is part of my practice and so i came down here and then got yeah. spent some time or invested some time um getting getting clear on like well, why why do i feel lack or why yeah. do i feel behind or why do i feel like some of these things i don't want to feel anymore and uh you know i got answers on that so my, my encouragement for everybody is to to take some space yeah, make some space, space for yourself to allow the <clears throat> the work to come through on yeah uh, on what gets to relax more and whatever that looks like right mm-hmm. but i want to go back real quick to the yes i i really appreciate you bringing that up it's whatever that looks like you know some people say well i can't get away for a week here to go to mexico right well where can you begin to create space right mm-hmm. um the space is available you're just filling it so <laughs> where can you redirect some of that space right and just Trust me when I say this, that when you invest um, your time, your space, you actually multiply your time, your space. Uh, I was talking with my coach this morning and it's like, you know, we want, if we want to experience it all, we must be willing to invest it all. Mm -hmm. So if we want to experience a wealth of time, we must be willing to invest time in Mm -hmm. time freedom if we want to whatever it is right if we want to experience a wealth of love we must be willing to invest all of our heart in cultivating love not you know instead of like investing frugally Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like ridiculous we're like okay i'll give you like five minutes god to pray while i'm in the shower and you know thinking about the thing and then i'm going to shift into warrior mode and go get things done instead of like well you know, if I really want to co-create with God, like, am I investing the time to pray and receive the guidance mm-hmm. step by step and infuse it into my day? But going back, I want to make sure that we circled back to the tactical stuff in our house. Like, I love to give people those practical things. Like, the one thing that we've gotten really clear on is, like, that our home, everyone that comes in there, our cleaning lady, like, everybody that <laughs> gets to work for us on our team 
everybody that gets to come into our house, our space, the music we play in our house, the things that, the objects, the little trinkets and music and posters that the kids get to put on the wall. Like we love to say like, oh, that's your space. Do what you want. Like really it's our job. It's our responsibility to hold the the state, the atmosphere for our home and to protect the territory of our home because you don't realize you know very heavy low vibrational music creates density you know brings in depression depressive spirits like putting certain visuals or objects in your house or like it, having people come into your house even to clean or whatever that are bitter themselves or angry like we can do that and like continue to pour love but we got to be very conscious of you know what we allow into our space and you know so those are some tactical things we talked about creating more order not like clean up your shit but like so we get to learn how to respect ourselves we get to learn how to respect our space the private space and the collective space on a whole other level we get to co-create and collaborate together at meals and that means everyone has something to contribute not just like mom or dad cooking everything and not that our, our kids have been pretty good about that but like really you know it's i've had this conversation with some clients too that have just done everything all the time for their kids it's like when we do that, we're actually telling them they don't have much value to bring. Because it's mm-hmm. like, don't worry, I, I got it all. I have all the value. You have none. You just go sit there. Instead of like, yeah. no, you have something to offer, you, you know? know? I heard, uh, I, I think it was on a, a TikTok or something this morning that I was looking at where <clears throat> a gentleman said, here's my piece of advice for you. <laughs> he said, you can raise your kids and spoil your grandkids. Yeah. Or you can spoil your kids and, and end raise up raising you. your grandkids. Woo! that is good oh my gosh isn't that the truth yeah amen to that you know and i'm guessing i mean you know we love our kids but yeah at some point you're gonna be you know they get to become adults and we we want to go live our life and go do some other things for a while too right so exactly um equip them so you know you um again i guess you know tactically speaking you know you probably have some some people in your life that are you know impeding uh, on the ability uh, for you to be able to experience more, live in a higher vibe, reduce stress, whatever the case may be. And you know you can love them from a distance sometimes, and that's okay. And that is okay. You know, like there, the way vibration works is there are people that are attracted to your vibe, and there are people that are not. <clears throat> and if there are people that are coming in and um you know detracting into your environment into your environment it's it's okay like you don't have to spend a great big bunch of time with them and and when you do right because you know sometimes you're going to be around family members or whatever that maybe you're like hey ed you know like i feel uh, heavy when they come into my atmosphere you can love them you don't have to like them and that's okay right and and you spend your time but then when you leave like you clean your space you clean your energy like take a deep breath release like it. let it go release it and then you know and then move on so don't you know, keep them I think in your atmosphere we, we yeah. often feel like we have these obligations to, up to other people um for whatever reason and yeah. uh, and you really don't i mean even yeah. if you work with them handle your work do your business and then move on keep them in their own container you know and, and uh, we talked about that a lot at the women's retreat and i experienced it this morning as i was working with some of my mm-hmm. clients going through some like really rough patches and wanting to you know there was a lot of heavy you know energy and density and it's like i can be here in this beautiful space and enjoy it and keep pouring mm-hmm. love i can keep pouring love into 
their situation and I can keep you know asking questions to help them redirect but I don't have to go in there with them and so you know even with that family situation you know when we say you can love from a distance and you can also hold space from a distance like when you're conscious like of like maybe it's physically hanging out with them maybe you need to physically not hang out that often but also how often are you hanging out with them emotionally spiritually and energetically what i mean by that is they're over there doing their business you're in the middle of your day and you are fixating on mm-hmm. <laughs> what they're doing what they think what they believe what I, what you're doing there is you're literally inviting them into your atmosphere again and you're letting their tone set your tone and this is when I talk about opening portals and stuff. It's like being conscious of like the space that people get to occupy in your physical life, in your mental life, your emotional life, your spiritual life. And like we, and this is not like hard boundary, screw you, you're out there, I'm out here, which is an unloving way to set boundaries. And it's a very much like you're out there on your own in the cold, good luck, don't, don't mess my vibe, you know, which I think is also very toxic. It's a way to say, you know what? I love you. I can hold space for you. I'm going to allow you to have your experience and I'm going to keep pouring love into that space at the level that I have the capacity to do so, not to the point that I'm doing so from a place of depletion. And I'm also going to be okay with you being there and me being here, Mm. which I think is like acceptance. You know, if we have, you know, I talk a lot about my dad, like, you know, and still struggling with alcohol and struggling with some of his addictions and I get to be okay with that he's there, I'm here, I can still love him. I don't have to take it on or make it about me. And when I interact with him, I get to just be aware of how much interaction and conversation I can be in before, you know, that that starts to infiltrate my space. And then I get to pull myself back and it's a little bit of a dance, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so just really being conscious of the space, physical space, but also the, the atmosphere, which I'm so excited heading home, like, the atmosphere of our home, what that's going to get to be. And and by the way, this is the work, like literally us being here and having the time and having this space. And we danced yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, we danced a lot over the last two days. But I always tell couples, dance together because how you dance together also shows you a lot about how harmonious you're moving together. And it was yeah. cool yesterday when we just got to like be in this big hug and embrace and I had my head on your heart and mm-hmm. you were moving and we were just, I was letting his heart kind of guide me and our hearts were together and it was just a different type of dance, you know, when yeah. you're heart to heart, really close versus trying to navigate each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really be in the, you know, the 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 joy of of the moment. Just allow the the joy, the connection. Like it's like put your sword down for a minute. Yeah, and just know, dance a little. Take the armor off for a second, <laughs> and like if you're gonna block time for something, block time for that first. Yeah. You know, before we go get all up in our heads about what's got to get done for the day, you know, like we've been doing this for a long time, but it's like that 20 second hug first mm-hmm. thing in the morning. Like if your mm-hmm. partner is not open to this right now, like just grab them. Yeah. The first time you see them in the Invite morning. Invite them into the hug. <laughs> just, just fucking grab them yep. <laughs> and hold on to them. Right. And no, and notice, right. Cause what happens when we, when we hug, when we touch is that our body releases oxytocin. And this is what allows us to feel the feeling of connection. connection. And so when, when you do that, you, you will literally transform their body chemistry. And, and I it just slows to... them down just yeah. enough to maybe, you know, be a little bit more thoughtful, a little bit more intentional, a little bit more 
yes to enjoy, but also to enjoy. I n enjoy. Yeah. The feeling of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, just FYI, when you are doing that and you're going to give a hug, don't don't say, come give me a hug. Because now you're going to get to take, right? And it's like, oh, I got to yeah. give you a hug. Instead, I invite you to say like, hey, I'm going to... I'm going to give you a hug right now. I want to give you a hug. I'm here to pour this into you. Let me hold you for a minute, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it's so funny. Again, another very subtle shift. But when someone's actually, you let them be in the receiving of that. And and then you end up receiving as well. Um, So that's, by the way, that also works for other physical touch arenas. (laughs) Instead of like, give me, give me, give me. It's like, may I give you, right? May I serve you? May I pour into you and then it's it's just again the law of how receptivity works so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on that note i think we're gonna go receive some more sunshine (laughs) Mm -hmm. the rain has lifted we are going to go receive some lunch some nourishment and um, enjoy the rest of the day but thanks for being here babe i'm excited thanks for letting me join yeah i'm excited um to do this and to be able to have these conversations together for those i really appreciate getting to create with you (laughs) I like it. It's fun. It is. (laughs) All right. Well, those of you listening, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Hopefully you are receiving some of this high vibe from the treehouse and the love that we're sharing and the harmony that we're experiencing. And we're just going to pour it through this podcast into you. Be grateful for all things. Be thankful for all things. And as you just receive, you are also inspired to give. And so I just thank you again for being here. For those of you who want to, you know, really explore more about this work, I'll be hosting a five-day course, Prepare to Receive. The reason we're sitting here having this conversation today on this podcast today in a treehouse in Mexico is because I went through the process of preparing my heart, my mind to receive this relationship and this level of conscious living, really, that we're, we're in today. So if you are at a place where you are really ready to receive, you know, the partner of your dreams, the, the relationship that your heart has been longing for and truly is designed for, then I invite you to check out that link in the show notes. And um, we'll be starting that in September. Until next time. Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously and um, talk to you soon. Many blessings. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable heart shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.